Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors and their upcoming matchups over the next week from a betting perspective. Before we actually do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bed and Bray podcast. Before we went on break, we previewed what we are going to do for this week's show. Once again, talk about the Warriors and their upcoming games over the next week. But before we get into that, I do want to recap how we did last week. Overall, very good episode. Ended up, I don't want to say sweeping the board, but we ended up making a lot of profit as we ended up having our best bet in the Laker game be the under, which got there on Thursday night. We were wrong about the side as we thought Golden State would cover, but we did like the Lakers and the money line, and that ended up getting there. And to go through the other games, we liked Houston uh, to get destroyed in that game. We thought Golden State would dominate at home, and they did. They ended up covering. We thought they would beat Minnesota at home, and they covered. And we thought they would cover against Portland as well, and they won and covered. So overall, very nice week for us. Went 3-1 and one on the sides for the total. We basically ended up splitting. But the point is, good week. We'll look for another winning week here on Thursday. And to go through the actual schedule for this podcast, we have four games to go through. Have the Thursday night game against the Clippers. Have the Friday night game against the Pelicans have the Sunday game against the Lakers, which is an afternoon game, and have the Tuesday game against the Thunder, which is also going to be a pretty interesting one because it is going to be a serious question of who's going to play for OKC with the guards. Shea was recently put on health and safety protocols, so I am curious if Shea Gildas-Alexander will even play in that game. But either way, to go through the actual schedule, time to get into the games itself. Uh, starting off with the Thursday game against the Clippers, the Warriors are a rare home underdog here. They're getting three points over unders around 231 and a half. For me, simply put, there's no chance in hell I'm going to be laying points with the Clippers on the road based on recent form. Give me the Warriors money line, and I will also lean to the over in the game. I have a better, I feel stronger about the Warriors, in my opinion. But the Clippers have a lot of star power. They have Kwai, they have Paul George, they have Russell Westbrook now. I know Westbrook isn't the same player he used to be, but he's still a high-profile name, and I think he will drive some square betters to jumping in on the Clippers' bandwagon. The problem is the bandwagon's broken, and the Clippers have not won a game since Westbrook showed up. They lost that double overtime game against the Kings. They blew a 13-point lead with, like, three or four minutes to go. Ridiculous choke job by them. Then they lost again in overtime to the Nuggets the game after, and they lost at home to the Timberwolves the game after. And the Clippers are really not a great basketball team. They're mediocre with a lot of star power, and I think Ty Lue's a horrible coach. I can go on record and say that. I think he's abysmal as a coach. But either way, uh, looking at the Clippers, though, I have to at least point out that this is the first night of a back-to-back. I'm assuming everyone is going to play. 
in this game. And if they're going to bench anybody, it would be the back-to-back against Sacramento. But you're looking at the Clippers, where they are in the standings. They are really neck-and-neck with the Warriors. In fact, they're tied on win percentage. Uh, The only difference is Golden State has played two fewer games. But you look at the Western Conference standings, and there's a lot of teams that are fighting for playoff spots. The Clippers are going to put all hands on deck here. So are the Warriors, but they are shorthanded with Curry being out. Uh, Wiggins, I believe, is out as well. And Poole might be doubtful for this game or questionable for this game. But the point is, I can't trust the Clippers because they cannot close games to save their lives. And we even saw in the Trailblazers game where the... Uh, Warriors were getting killed early on. They ended up really flipping the script and winning the game by double digits. The Warriors at home just find ways to win. And you're looking at the home record for Golden State. This team is 25-7 and straight up at home. I can't go against that. Give me the Warriors money line here against the Clippers team that is highly overrated and that I don't trust late in games. And I'll link to the over because they did play on February 14th, and that game ended up landing 258 with no overtime. I do think you'll end up seeing a higher scoring game. The Clippers have played slow all season long, but Westbrook got there and they have played a bit faster. I think you'll see the Warriors also try to make this game up tempo because they want to play at that pace. Give me the over. I think both teams end up getting to 115, and I think you'll end up seeing this game potentially get into the 240s, but I will go with the over and the Warriors spread plus three and the money line in this spot. Now moving on to the next game, uh, they should have easier competition in the second one as they are going up against the Pelicans in their second game. This one will be a home game as well. And this is a back-to-back. So I am curious if Golden State will bench anybody, but it does seem like Clay and company have started to play a lot more back-to-backs because of the standings. So I think they might also just put everybody out there. Pelicans had a nice win on the road against Portland. Portland stinks, but New Orleans has been horrible ever since Zion got hurt. The whole team fell apart. Give me Golden State in this spot. I'm not really going to overthink this. I think the Pelicans are a bad basketball team. I think that until Zion comes back, I don't trust Brandon Ingram being the best player on a good basketball team. And McCollum's fine as a scorer. I'm not sure if he's a winning basketball player, but he puts up decent stats. The issue is I really don't think this team is that great in terms of really just in a variety of areas. Offensively, I think that unless Ingram and McCollum have good games together, the Pelicans offensively really aren't great. And defensively, Herb Jones is good. Uh, you got a little bit of Dyson Daniels kind of been in and out of the rotation. But I'm really just not sold on this Pelicans team, which is why this team is below 500. This team was cruising for a playoff spot, and then Zion got hurt, and they have pretty much imploded for the last month and change. I can't pay, I can't take New Orleans. I just can't do it. Golden State once again 25 and 7 at home. New Orleans on the road this season, not good. Uh, to go through New Orleans's road record here, the Pelicans are 11 and 21 straight up on the road. I'm not picking them in this spot. Give me Golden State. It might be a low line because they're, it's a back-to-back and the Pelicans are gonna, are going to be the more rested team, but I will go with the Warriors here. I do think that Golden State at home will simply put have a moment where they just outplay the Pelicans, and I think that they will be able to break the game open at some point. So give me the Warriors. And for this one, I think I'm going to lean to the under. I'm really not sold on New Orleans' offense. The first two meetings, first one landed 219, second one landed 211. I think this total is going to be high. I think it's going to be somewhere in the 220s or even low 230s. I'm going to lean to the under. I think you'll see more of a... 
a pretty ugly offensive game with Golden State on a back-to-back following a physical game against the Clippers and the Pelicans are just not being a great offensive team right now. I'll go with Golden State and the under into that matchup. Now, moving on to the third game, you have the TV game on Sunday against the Lakers. It sounded a lot better in terms of television a couple of days ago before LeBron got hurt, and now LeBron's out indefinitely. But the Lakers have been okay lately, even with LeBron being out. They won again against the Thunder uh, yesterday. Not overly impressed the Thunder without Shea. They're not a good team. I know they beat the Celtics by like 40 earlier this year. That was a serious fluke game if you've watched them play. Defensively, they're horrible. And uh, you're looking at a situation where I do think the Warriors offensively should be able to do whatever they want against the Lakers in this spot. And I do think the Lakers were definitely fortunate that even with Anthony Davis being out, the Thunder are really just not a great team. They're a fun story, and a lot of people thought they would be awful. So that's why people think this team is fun. They're still not great. You're throwing in a bunch of minutes for both Jalen Williams's. You're giving Robinson Earl 16 minutes. You're giving Giddy 34, Dort's playing 36. You, you don't really have many options here. Uh, I think that the Lakers benefited from that. Uh, and I do think that based on the overall talent, the Lakers still have Schroeder. They still have, uh, well, Beasley was okay. Reeves was very good off the bench. He went five for five from the floor. But the point is the Thunder defensively are horrible. The Warriors are not great defensively but they're better than the Thunder from what I've seen lately. So I do think that the Lakers offensively should struggle more in this game than they did against a pretty underwhelming uh, Thunder defense. But you're looking at the scheduling spot here, and they do have a day off leading into this game. I'm assuming Anthony Davis is going to play, so keep an eye on that matchup because the Warriors have done a good job at stopping him. However, the Lakers have done well against the Warriors recently as the Lakers have won uh, two meetings in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go with the Lakers in the spot. I think it's a good spot for them to get the job done against the Warriors. The Warriors at home, I really like on the road. I hate this team is awful on the road. And I do think that the the Lakers with the size advantage on the interior and with the pretty underrated supporting cast now with the trades that they made. I know D'Angelo Russell's injured, but Malik Beasley's been good for this team. And Schroeder's kind of come alive a bit. I know he got injured in yesterday's game. I'm not sure how serious the injury is, but keep an eye on it. But I will go with the Lakers in this spot. They've done well against Golden State over the last couple of weeks, and I think that trend continues. So give me the Lakers in that one. And I will lean to the over in that game. The total was very low. And then, actually, you know what? Where do I want to go with this one? Because they played without LeBron, and that game landed 212, but they ended up playing uh, with LeBron, and that game landed 235. But LeBron didn't have a good game in that one, so I'm not really sure what to think here. But I think I'm going to lean to the over, actually. I just see both teams having moments, and the pace is going to be high. These teams really love to run. And you saw the second half really pick up between these teams in the last meeting. Really the last three quarters. The first quarter ended up landing 54 because both teams couldn't have shot for about the final four minutes. Second quarter was 61. Third quarter was 60. Fourth quarter was 60. I see a lot of 60-point quarters in this game. And I do think you'll end up seeing points. So give me the over in that matchup. And I will go with the Lakers as well. And last but not least, looking at the matchup against the Thunder taking place on the road on Tuesday. I'm assuming Golden State will be a road favorite in this game, but probably a low number. Somewhere within three, if I had to guess. Keep an eye on if Shea plays or not. But I think I'm going to go with the Warriors. Actually... Yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors. I want to make a case for the Thunder because, once again, Golden State on the road, not good. 
But OKC defensively has been so damn bad lately that I have no faith in backing this team. To go through the defensive numbers for the last five games, they played the Lakers, gave up 123. Played the Kings, gave up 123. Played the Kings, gave up 124. Played the Suns, gave up 124. Played the Jazz, gave up 119. They can't stop anybody. So I see points here. I think Golden State has a good game. I think Clay might go for 40 in this game. So keep an eye on Clay and Poole. But I will go with Golden State. I do think that the Thunder aren't officially tanking, but with Shea being on health and safety protocol, I think it actually kind of benefits the Thunder's future plans because we all know that even though they were competitive for a decent portion of this year, they still have a bunch of picks and Presti's going to hope they get Victor. So we'll see what happens. But I will go with Golden State and I will go with the over. Over is my favorite play. I see a bunch of points in this game. I think each team could get to 120. I think the pace will be high, and I think you'll end up seeing a lot of really bad blown coverages defensively. So give me the Warriors and give me the over in that game. So once again, just to recap the four-game schedule for this week, we have the Warriors money line and the over against the Clippers on Thursday night. We have the Warriors and the under against the Pelicans on Friday. We have the Lakers and the over on Sunday. And we have the Warriors in the over in the Tuesday game against the Thunder. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Bedbury Podcast. Until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.